This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. I think when when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. What's up, happy hour listeners? We're back and I'm Becca Kufrin. And I'm Michelle Young. And we're so excited for this week to talk all about the episode of The Bachelorettes, of course, and the ongoing journeys of our girls, Gabby and Rachel. And it's week five of The Bachelorette, Mm -hmm. which I, it's going fast. It always does, but I feel like it's going extra fast. But I'm so happy to be back with you, Becca, because this week we are talking to Johnny, who is the man who proved you can be vulnerable and still fun during his one-on-one date with Gabby. Yes, Michelle, I'm so excited to have Johnny on because you just said it best. He proved he can be vulnerable and open up and talk about some deeper, heavier things, but also still have fun. And I expected nothing less. I feel like that date started off on such a fun, fresh foot for both of them. So I can't wait to pick his brain. And I... We did see some, I don't even want to say drama go down on this week's episode, but like we did see this little switcheroo with Logan. And because Johnny was actually there living with the guys and witnessed it firsthand, I'm so excited to pick his brain on all of that. But before we bring him on, Michelle, you are glowing today. You have this like fresh summer face, I feel like. So I want to know, because I'm coming to Minnesota this week, What's good back in the homeland? (laughs) Okay, I will say that I think I've heard this from multiple people, but this is probably the best Minnesota summer that 
I've had since in my 29 years of living. It's just been the weather, but every single day it's like blue skies, sunny. Um, We don't have that gloomy weather. It rains, but it rains at night when you're sleeping. So you like have that sound noise to fall asleep in. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I've been able to get out on the lake so much because the weather's been consistent and, you know, working out, hanging out at the pool. It's been, it's been really nice and needed. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, I can't wait. I'm hoping, you know, I'm doing like a little quick family trip with my mom and sister before my sister has her second baby. So it's like a little girl's weekend, but maybe if I can sneak away, you and I can grab a drink or something, which I would love that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you're like as big of a foodie as I am, but like every time I know I'm coming back to Minnesota, I stack up on reservations where it's like, okay, I have yes. to go for sure to Bar La Grassa because mm-hmm. it has the best pasta. I have to go to Linden Hills to like my favorite bookstore to get Sebastian Joe's ice cream. Like I want to know. And if anyone either lives in Minnesota or if you're, if you happen to visit there, Michelle, what are your favorite go-to spots? Oof. See, I feel like I don't even want to share that because then I don't want people to go there. Like, <laughs> I want it to be a secret, okay? But you can't hold <laughs> off on the best places. You know? Okay, yeah, give me, so give me like one or two. One or two. But I am, I'm very much a huge foodie like you, Becca. Like, if I know that I'm going to be going to an area, I look at the menu days before mm-hmm. um, to kind of look at everything. But I feel like I'm, you know, in Minnesota, I go to cove and Wyzetta on the lake like that is my spot during the summer just because mm-hmm. i love the like the patio and that area and then any chance i get to eat on the lake wait love, have you but... had cove's big ass ice cream cake uh i probably had nearly everything on the cove menu oh my gosh, <laughs> I I... that's a flex or shout out to flag. cove okay so you're coming back to minneapolis minnesota you're spending some time here but mm-hmm. you have a lot going on where you're at catch us up to speed <laughs> a lot oh my gosh to say on. the least um i don't even know where to begin so i mean we've talked about this before thomas and i are you know fresh in this new house um total demolition mess he the entire house is completely gutted there's not one room where we're not doing work it's been a struggle and um I mean, I don't know about anyone out there. Like, I'm very organized, very type A. Like, I need to have a proper place and space and everything for everything. And I don't have that currently. So I am losing my gosh dang mind. I, I like, I joke with Thomas. I love him so much. But I'm like, I might divorce you before we're even married because this has been such a crazy time. But but it's actually really cool, too, because Thomas is so in his element. He is so great about building and fixing and working on projects and like having this vision of this house come together. So it's been really cool to see the baby steps and like see him. I mean, honestly, to see him get like down and dirty and sweaty, it's pretty I sexy. With his hands. Oh yeah, but someone who can build. Oh, <laughs> it's so nice, it, and I like. I honestly like should not complain because he has been so incredible, and it's gonna be lovely once it's finally done and we make this space our own. But it's a process getting there, so I'm, that's why I'm happy I have outlets like this where we can have our girl chat and do the podcast yes. and get away from <laughs> all that say. craziness until it's done. 
fly to yeah. Minnesota, extra trips. We'll take some extra trips for you. I might not even leave Minnesota. I might come back this week and just, just stay. stay there for the next couple months until this is done. If like I canceled, it's really weird. <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. You can watch the dogs for the next three months, right? While you're building a house? Cool. Thanks, brother, buddy. <laughs> um, no, but it's, yeah, it's been interesting. Um, and speaking of interesting... I want to pick your brain on this week's episode because, as you said, it's week five. We're halfway through. I don't know about you. Were you shocked when I think it was Rachel at the beginning of the episode said, like, hometowns are in two weeks? Yeah, that caught me off guard. I actually rewinded a little bit to make sure that I heard everything correctly. Yeah. Two weeks. Because I feel like we just got started. Two, same two weeks and we're already in hometowns so i'm like damn right. this this season is flying by yeah yeah that caught me off guard and and that was like a reality check of you know just kind of really looking to see like which conversations still need to be had and wow i just it's I wild they're just getting started um okay i think the main like one of the main themes of this week or like you know, things that took place is with Logan. And we mm-hmm. kind of saw the start of it last week as he's he was in Rachel's group dating Rachel, but still like thinking about Gabby. I mean, this week we saw the full switcheroo and we don't necessarily need to get into all of those details. But I actually want to ask you this, Michelle, because I'm, you know, as I'm watching, I'm putting myself back in the mindset of the bachelor. Yeah. And like if I was in this position, how would I react? How would I handle things? Would I do things? things the same or different so if logan came to you say you were along with rachel and you were both bachelorettes if logan came to you and was like i am leaving rachel's group and i want to still pursue things with you because i can't get you out of my mind what would you have done i honestly would have handled it exactly how gabby did that in that situation it's just her navigating everything with Rachel to make sure that they have that open line of communication, especially in such a unique situation where there's going to be like a lot of sticky, sticky situations when you have two different bachelorettes in, um, in, in this episode. And I'm kind of actually surprised that it didn't happen before this point. And I'm also surprised that, yeah, that we just didn't see more of it. And so the fact that Gabby paused to go speak to Rachel to get her thoughts on it and really work through it because this isn't something that anybody has been through before. And mm-hmm. so it's like there's not a rule book on how to navigate it. But I guess my question is, would you have but, kept Logan around? Uh, but I mean, it does depend on the connection. Like, that's the hard part is like it, it truly does. If you have a deep connection with that person, you at week five, you actually feel that that person like you were sad that you weren't continuing to date them then maybe i would possibly consider it um but i don't know Mm. (laughs) okay for me okay so here's where i here here's where i struggle with it my connection with that person would have already had to be at a very deep point to keep that person around but that being said, if I felt that deeply and then they didn't, then mm-hmm. I don't know. Now you're back. I don't know. What What are your thoughts? Like, how would you how would you navigate this? I I mean, I agree with you. I think the fact that Gabby went to Rachel and was able to have this conversation 
A, shows the level of respect that they have for each other, but also just their friendship, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's another key moment throughout the season that we've seen time and again of, like, they have each other's backs and they truly care about each other. But I personally don't think I would have kept Logan around. And I'll tell you why for a couple of reasons. One, he's already missed two vital weeks. And time is really of the essence. And as we know, we always talk about how important time is. And he's already missed two out of the five weeks. So there's already two out of five weeks that have been missing time with each other, right? And time is of the essence. And also... I had something similar happen on my season where a guy got injured on a date, had to go home, had to have surgery. He was away for a couple of weeks and I was actually offered the opportunity to bring him back. And it was, I think, the same time frame, week five or six. And I okay. said no, because I at that point with the men I had been dating and that I had formed connections with and that I was invested with, I was like, I can't do this to these men who I care about because I know that it's going to backtrack a bit with them. And so I think I, and again, like if there's a connection there, explore it. Like I'm just giving my opinion and what I would do, which Mm -hmm. is not the same as what somebody else would do. And that's okay. I think the way everything was handled was very mature, very respectful, truly the best way anything could have transpired in this scenario. I just wouldn't have done the same thing probably. I just, uh, it's so hard when you're not there, you know, you you just got to follow your gut. But would you, yeah, but how, I mean, like, for you personally, if that were to happen, like, I'm sure you, because you're an empathetic person, you would feel for the men that you were already so involved with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely would. I think I have a hard time jumping into that because, like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so if, like, Logan were to come back and I'm like, I just, that's, you know, that's... (laughs) I can't put myself in that position because I'm like, I don't, I'm not dating Logan. So who knows? (laughs) Well, okay. Who knows? But I do get what you're, I do get what you're saying. It's just, it really depends though, because it's all factors of what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's all factors of like what you know, how the other guys are handling, how your other relationships are progressing, how maybe they're not progressing. Mm -hmm. So it really, it really truly depends on your relationships and what you have with the other people. Yeah. Was there any other key moments that really stuck out to you that you want to highlight right now? I just feel like Gabby is in a place where she really is challenging herself to open up. And in this this past week, I felt like I got to see that even more so because you are getting into, um, you know, the really deep conversations and... Um, and, and she has been very vocal about that's really difficult for her. But anytime she's speaking, it's just she's able to um, really speak clearly about her emotions and identify her emotions. And I think she's doing a wonderful job challenging the men then to do that as well. And they, mm-hmm. you know, are able to sit down and open up and feel like they have like um, a safe almost space. like the structure of the conversation, if that makes sense. Mm hmm. Like a safe space to be able to open up more and get into deeper, heavier things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I enjoyed so much this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, before we bring on Johnny, I have one final question about not even this particular episode, but mainly this episode, but everything leading up. Is it just so apparent to you who Rachel's... I already know who her final two are going to be just from the interactions. Okay, wait, you tell me. 
Yes, what it are you is looking so at? apparent? What are you looking at? I think just everything. I think her conversations, the way she talks about two men in particular, the amount of screen time that two men in her group of guys. It's just like you're I, getting I, into screen time and everything. And I'm gonna, <laughs> but I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say this once again. I say it week after mm-hmm. week. I truly don't know who either of these women end up with. I don't know. I don't even know who is going to be final four at hometowns, but like, I'm pretty sure I know who will be final two for Rachel. It is so apparent. How do you feel about the final two? Oh, I mean like, wait, do you want to, do you want to identify or do you want to, do you want to identify the final two or no? Well, I will. I mean, if, okay, I'm just, I'm just prefacing this with, this is just my, this is just my opinion. And from what I've seen, but right now out of Rachel's what, six or seven men left, she is all in on Tino and Zach. One thousand percent. I'm calling it with just my own thoughts and opinions and being a critical thinker here. It's those two and there's no competition. I wouldn't necessarily. Well, don't agree with me. I say that I agree with you at this point. Yes, I agree with you at this point. Do I know that things can drastically change? Yes. Right. Who knows? Logan may (laughs) try to switch back. (laughs) (laughs) And that time, send him home. Rachel actually (laughs) brings Chris back and begins to date him, is what you're saying. Right. Okay. (laughs) Right. 100%. I'm tracking. No, I mean, and that's the thing anything can happen. But right Anything now, can truly happen on this show. It really can. All right. Well, Michelle, I mean, like always, I could chat with you forever, but <laughs> we do have a guest ready and waiting and it's time to bring on Johnny. He and Gabby's connection went to a whole other level this week during their first one-on-one together. And again, Michelle, he was vulnerable. He was fun. It was like the full combination of everything we love to see when people are dating on this show. So everybody, please help us welcome Johnny to Happy Hour. Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour, Johnny. We are so excited that you are here with us. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, Johnny, I need to know, where are you from? Because I'm getting like Jersey vibes a little bit, but I uh, could be completely you are, off. You? No, you are. It's I'm from Jersey, but I'm from Florida. You? Yeah, I am. <laughs> look at that. You, you looked me nice. up. I know you did. No, I swear. <laughs> no offense. Okay. I don't look any of you guys up until I know like you're the one at the very, very end. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I moved from Jersey and I was around 15. So there's a little Jersey twang in there. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah for I sure. That. I love that. But before we get into everything, how did you come about on this show? How did you actually get to be on The Bachelor? How did I get to be on the TV show The Bachelor? Um, yeah. Um, I actually, you know, I, I wouldn't call it a breakup, but I, I kind of was in a relationship that didn't work out. And um, when it ended, I was kind of bummed and my friends were kind of over me moping around. They're like, we got to get this kid somewhere. So my one buddy decided to submit me and then um yeah the rest is history were you surprised like did they tell you no or did you find it was, out a, it was a complete surprise yeah when they reached out and i was like this is not real and i was like hey do we know anything about this and they were like uh yeah 100 you're going on i'm like okay let's do this <laughs> i want to get into there's a lot to unpack with 
what you just said about like how you actually got on the show, like you ended the relationship, which is I know something you and Gabby had talked about, but starting out just fresh night one, taken back to right out of the limo. Nervous uh, as hell. Oh yes, I. I mean, we all we all Black say everyone nervous. It was yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's that's the one <laughs> word everyone uses. Fresh up yes. the limo is blacked out. But um, mm. when you came out right away, were you pretty much fully focused on Gabby, or were you like both of these women are beautiful? They're both great. Let's explore. Yeah, for the most part, um, you know, I didn't have any expectations or anything, and I thought they were both beautiful. So I feel like I was gonna go off of who I vibed with more and you know I kind of left that door open for you know up until the first group date and then um as you guys saw I got the group date rose and I think that's when I knew I was like Gabby's all the way we we did see the group date rose um the the speedo pageant right oh my god yeah I did that I forgot I you totally got the group date, Rose. Do you remember what Honestly, the group date was? I'm, I'm so proud. I worked my ass off for that. I'm good. I Absolutely. Wish, I wish yeah. right now he's like, I actually have that group date, Rose, right behind me. Like, no, but I have, I have the Speedo. You kept it. <laughs> yeah, it's hanging on his bulletin board course, behind him, of everyone. Of course I kept it. Yeah, memorabilia. I got it. Okay, but will you wear it? No, Whether you go on again, vacation, to a beach. Oh, that's done. I hung that up. Yeah. <laughs> That's He's like, you might life. see more of it one day. Who knows? That's a past hey. life. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. You won the first group date, Rose. It was yeah. exciting. But then you had a few weeks. It wasn't until Belgium that you got the first one-on-one. So in between that time when you were on group date after group date, at any point, yeah. were you feeling kind of down of like, when is it going to be my turn? I need that time. Or like th- that that weird limbo phase before you got that one-on-one. Like, where was your mind at? Yeah. No, for sure. I, I think, you know, I, I explained it as, as kind of like a, an emotional roller coaster because you know there's potential and you know that this could, you know, be your person, but you're just getting these small foundations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just, it was small foundations that we kept building and building. And I was super upset, you know, every time I didn't get the one-on-one, but I just knew when I did get that one-on-one, we had built such a solid small foundation that it would be that much more amazing and that's how you, I kind of looked at it through the whole process. Because even I think this week, Gabby talks about how like your confidence, yeah. you know, you're that's the crazy. cool guy. You have confidence. Yeah. Was there <laughs> ever a moment, though, where you started to doubt that and just feel uneasy before that one on one? For sure. I feel you? like I mean, I kind of come into this whole thing not feeling so confident. And, you know, it's hard when there's 33, you know, amazing people there. So. You know, I think you feel that the whole time. At least I did. And, um, yeah, I lost track of the question. I apologize. Well, <laughs> so just to, just to add on kind of to what Michelle was asking, I mean, I I was in your position many moons ago where I remember, <laughs> I mean, I, I had a di- slightly different position than you because I actually yeah. got the very first one-on-one. But then there were, I think, it was like a five week span where I didn't get another one-on-one date and have that like real alone, intimate time with somebody and people in between come back from these dates and they're like, Oh, I established such a strong connection. Like I'm totally into this girl. Like there is something there. She could be my potential partner. And for you, I mean, you didn't get that one-on-one 
for five weeks. I'm sure you're seeing guys come home week after week. No, if for you, for you, you definitely get in your feelings, you know, and then you're talking to them and you kind of realize the amazing time they had. And, and, and then you start to feel like you're, you know, like you did build this crazy good foundation. Then you're like, okay, well now where's it going? You know, you kind of ride mm-hmm. this roller coaster up and now you're like coming back down. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of just waiting for that up again. So yeah, like I said, it was an up and down roller coaster with me and I would go through, there was days where I felt, you know, awful Mm -hmm. where I was like, okay, maybe I'm not the one and maybe I don't deserve to be here. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I speak with her for 10 or 15 minutes. I'm like, no, a hundred percent. There's something there. Mm -hmm. Let's keep going. Yeah. That's amazing though. Even just because it's such an unnatural situation, you two always seem to almost just not miss a beat. And so you finally receive your (laughs) one-on-one. Oh Yeah. (laughs) When you say wait, when you say miss a beat, I'm I'm just picturing (laughs) the part where you guys are on your date smacking each other with the leaves. Like definitely did not miss any beats in that moment. No, no beats missed. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, well, you have to be enjoying yourself in that moment. Honestly, though, I I, like low key loved it, but you know we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) He's like, why not? Do it it harder, Gabby. The little freak flag was raised for sure. My wait, 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 wait. Did you just did you just say freak flag? Yeah, the freak flag was raised a little bit. <laughs> the oh, best part yeah. was wow. when Gabby was like, hit my face. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. We had fun. You can't deny that. Are you that. blushing, Johnny? I'm blushing right now. I'm <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. We'll get you back on track. No more, no more talking about spanking, okay? We'll bring it back. <laughs> we'll bring it back. But, okay, so you finally get your one-on-one. Yeah. How excited were you when you finally heard your name? Like, you are finally going on this one-on-one date with Gabby. Oh, my gosh. It means the world, you know? I feel like, you know, that that's the goal the whole time. We're trying to get that one-on-one time and solidify, you know, our place. And, um. Yeah, you you want it sooner than later, but mm-hmm. you feel you know you feel like you're on top of the world. Where did mm-hmm. your mind go with it all? Like, what did you have questions? Okay, I want to talk to her about this, this, and this. Like, did you have things that you for for the most part? Yeah. Um, every time we, you know, like I said, every time we hung out it was just small foundation. So I was just looking to kind of dive a little deeper than just the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I know you know both Gabby and Rachel kind of you know went through it last season. So I, I did, you know, for the most part, want to show Gabby a good time. So, you know, for the first part, I really just wanted to focus on having fun with her. And, you know, yeah. I feel like you kind of build that friendship first. And then, you know, those relationships are stronger, you know, mm-hmm. when you do have a friendship and, you know, so that's you how have, I felt. It seems like you had a lo- level of comfortability. With, oh, my gosh. Am I saying that right? Comfortability. 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 Wow. I cannot talk ever. But <laughs> it seems like, like you just said, you built this solid foundation. And you guys did a couple interesting things on that date. You not only went to beer tasting, yeah. but you had this like spa like moment, I think in a beer tub. What like during the day portion? That was what the was... craziest thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> and you were drinking it. We were not supposed to be drinking it, but that was just me and Gabby just doing our thing. No. What was what was your favorite part overall of that one-on-one with Gabby? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. It was all amazing, but I think it's like the little moments. Like when I first saw her when I was walking to the farm, I think that was special. Um, and then... Um, the date the the night portion you know just kind of in like that bruised Times square area and mm-hmm. running around with her i thought 
you know it just felt like a movie so mm-hmm. those like little moments like uh, i'll remember yeah, yeah. so special yeah, for sure and there's like those okay so now that you've gone through the show yeah. you know that you can have fun with gabby during the day the day portion is all about laughing doing whatever yeah. fun activity uncomfortable pushing outside your comfort zone and sure. then you get into the night portion and you do have those more serious conversations and that was yeah. something that we hadn't seen between you and gabby quite yet no. is that something like being that type of vulnerable of getting below the surface is that something that's incredibly important to you um what I've learned from the show, honestly, yeah, I, I think it's something that, you know, I, I really look look for in a, in a relationship and I'm not super vulnerable. So it was hard for me. It was super hard to get like that. But, um, you know, it's something I'm definitely working on still. And, mm-hmm. and um, I think there's a whole process of falling in love. And I think, you know, there's certain steps you need to take, like, building that connection, that friendship, and then getting vulnerable with someone and just letting them see all of you. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I was I was trying to go through the process when I was doing that. Yeah. And I, I want to actually commend you for getting to that point to mm-hmm. be able to open up about your past struggles with anxiety and depression because for sure. I think it's a lot more common than people ever realize. And I love now that the fact is kind of highlighting those conversations a bit more where people don't necessarily feel like they're alone. And the point to that is like you and Gabby were both able to share very similar stories about it. How did that moment feel when you were sitting there talking to her and opening up about these struggles? How did it feel to finally be able to let your guard down and I'm sure trust her a little bit more with that information? um it was it was amazing it was like i said it was the, it was trusting the process and it kind of just made me realize like this could you know this could be real and there's potential and it's something i have never done with anyone so you know it kind of just put her in the light even more for me mm-hmm. and then the fact that she kind of reciprocated it and, and you know kind of threw it back at me i i was like okay there's people who are out here who feel the same and you know it's like you should never be too scared to, you know, kind of work those things out. So it felt really good. And I mean, she's made me a whole different person. Mm-hmm. So. I I do completely just agree with Becca because not only are you being vulnerable, but yeah. you're being vulnerable in a situation where, you know, there's going to be other people watching it. And yeah, it's, it's a lot. And it, it's really hard. And you don't know how Gabby's going to receive it. And you don't yeah. know necessarily how it's going to come off. And, and that is a lot. But there are so many benefits of opening up. And for me, when you said, it, you know, working, you don't need to be scared. It's almost you can be scared. Just don't let that stop you from opening up. I mean, and it's really I'm cool not going to lie. I was scared shitless. hundred percent. But you, you don't know? let it stop you though, right? No, no. Because, you know, I, I thought if, if I'm really here and I'm really trying to figure this out with this person, like you got to go for it. You can't just hold back and, you know, and I, I saw that, you know, she was cool with me and she would have my back. So mm-hmm. I was cool with it, but scared shitless. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get it. I get yeah. it too. And even now, like it's one thing to be having those conversations in front of the person that you're dating months yeah. ago when you're filming. And it's going to probably be a whole different ball game for you now that it's airing and the world is watching you back. Mm-hmm. And I, I really hope that, and I, I am pretty confident to say that I'm sure there's going to be a lot of support behind you and a lot of people reaching out who have been through something similar and they thank you for being open because now they maybe feel like they can. And so I want to know if you're comfortable talking about it, 
we, Michelle and I, and I'm sure our listeners would love to know kind of how you've dealt with these struggles throughout your life or what tools that you have learned within maybe recent months of how to help you cope. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, first off, I think my mom is a huge person in my life. So anytime I'm feeling like this, I definitely bounce things off my mom. So she's been a huge tool with just kind of, you know, when I feel down or, or, you know, even depressed, just kind of speaking with someone. Um, and then don't be afraid to seek help. You know, I've seen therapists and it's a huge help. And I think, you know, it's a tool that I'm trying to use more and more as, you know, I get older and, and I just don't care what people think. And I think mm -hmm. that's like the biggest part. Yeah. You know, I mean, get hey, the help you need and just, yes. you'll feel a hundred times better because there's certain things and there's, there's, there's reasons why you feel like this. And I feel mm -hmm. like they're underlining and sometimes you don't always know. And there's people out there that can help you. Mm -hmm. So cool. for the longest time, mm -hmm. I kept it bottled up and I think it's ruined relationships. And, and yeah, I just feel so much better now that I can kind of just take care of it and just mm -hmm. not care what people think. Yeah. I love everything that you just said. I, I think, I mean, kudos to you for speaking out about it. I mean, I personally okay. have found therapy life-changing yeah. it's so incredible and there's i think in the past there's been such a stigma around it you know where it kind yeah. of receives a negative connotation which is so 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 not the case and if it can help you live better mentally physically whatever emotionally anything go for it and so All thank you way, for sharing you'll be that better, you'll be a hundred times better if you just seek the help a thousand yeah. a thousand percent i say yeah. struggling or not though struggling or not yeah you don't have to struggle from a therapist yeah. a life coach anything right a hundred percent dude my therapist is like my best friend i ever on speed dial yeah everyone exactly. likes great i'm like what's up yeah let's talk let me tell you yeah, exactly. <laughs> how has amazing. it been for you watching everything back and watching yourself um go through just these entire first five weeks um it's weird for sure is that a, mm -hmm. a correct word weird, mm -hmm. weird um yeah. <laughs> it's weird for sure but um it's like a growing process too i feel like watching it and, and kind of just replaying everything and and you know the the whole the whole you know experience is a process and it's definitely a growing process for sure so um i enjoy it it's definitely weird to watch but at the same time i feel like i'm learning so much from it mm -hmm. yeah i love michelle i love that question and i want to follow up to that because I, every everyone who's a contestant i think can attest to this at some point it's like when you're filming and you're living it in the moment you it's one thing right like that's your experience it's in real time but now months later when you watch it back it's vastly different when you're living it right when you're in the moment you know you have your one perception in your reality of everything that you're going through and then months later when it airs back there's so much more that you're probably seeing at this point that you're hearing that you maybe didn't know what was happening in the moment. What is that like? Like, is there a lot more that you're learning about Gabby or the men that you didn't necessarily see in real time months ago? Um, yeah, a hundred percent for sure. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of interviews we didn't get to see that Gabby went through and, and there's a lot of emotions that we didn't get to see Gabby go through. So it's super upsetting at times. Um, you know, even just the guys in the house, you know, I feel like you see a lot more that you don't see. And there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors that, 
you know, as much as we are together, there's a lot of the times we aren't together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you learn a lot about everyone, even yourself. Yeah. It is just, it is such an odd situation. It's a steep learning curve that honestly, even Bachelor Nation audience won't understand to a certain degree of experiencing it, like Becca said, and then also experiencing watching it back, having everybody watch it back, and then having social media involved. But I do have to ask, switching gears just a little bit, okay? Uh When you found out that Logan... Yeah. was leaving Rachel's team or made a decision to yes. pursue Gabby. That is something that you guys were aware of and that you did experience to a certain extent. What were your thoughts on that? Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, 100% honest. Uh, yeah. Lo- Logan definitely leads with his heart and, and what he did, what he felt. But at the same time, on our side, we knew that we have gone through so much with Gabby already. So we were very much like, well, you know, he did what he thought was best for him. And, and that's amazing. But we were also like, well, now we're going to lose someone who, you know, who's been with Gabby through the whole process. Mm-hmm. So it was very up and down, very up and down. But, you know, yeah, it was a weird situation for sure. Is that, but okay. So it's a, it's the first season with two bachelorettes. Yeah. You guys talk. Is that something that was spoken about at the house? Like that is for sure a possibility that that could happen. For sure. It's very realistic. It's realistic. It's a possibility. I think when they announced two bachelorettes, the first thing that goes through your head was like, okay, well, what if you're into both or what if both Mm -hmm. like you or what if you make a connection with both of them? And, you know, I don't think it's a test to Logan's character. I think if anything, it shows, you know, maybe he was a likable person and both these girls did have feelings for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing devil's advocate, but, um, well, and that was something that was said is both women. I think Gabby was like, he was the only guy that there was that overlap that we were both into him. Yeah. I feel like the they other were... men, it was more clear cut. And with him, they were both like, he's a cool dude. We're kind of vibing with him for sure. And you, and you know, it's not just us too. We thought, you know, what if they were into both of us and, or, mm-hmm. you know, both of them into one of us. And mm-hmm. we knew that it would happen with someone eventually it had to so right. you know i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing i just think you know maybe logan is a likable person and these two girls you know thought he was a cool dude mm-hmm. for sure so um okay the way that the rose ceremonies are structured it's because there are two leads it's slightly different from what we've seen so once you guys receive the rose you go down into a separate room so you don't know necessarily Who's going to be walking down the stairs? Who's going to be going to the other group men, you know, who got the rose with the other woman? So when it was Logan who got the last rose from Gabby and he walked down and we saw Mario and Michael go home. What did that feel like? Because I'm sure even if you, it sounds like Logan got along with most of you and he's a pretty cool dude. But at the same time, I feel like there's still this level of respect or this like precedent set of like, you know, Mario and Michael were here since the beginning with her and they were all in with her and we've spent five weeks together with Gabby. Yeah. So when you saw Logan as the last person to walk down the stairs, what what was the collective in that room? I mean, it's exactly how you put it. It was mixed emotions for sure because Logan did get along with everyone and he was very much a shoulder for people to lean on, you know? 
And Logan and me are the same age. He's 25, 26. And I considered him an older brother because anything I needed to talk about, he was there. Mm-hmm. So he got along with everyone. But at the same time, you know, Michael and Mario have been there. And, and you know, they were like like brothers to us too. So it was very strange. And um, it was mixed. It was mixed emotions. Um, it's really like the best way to put it. You know, no one was too happy. No one was too upset. But it was just very like dull. Mm-hmm. You know, did there was like an eerie feeling at, in the air. Did anyone yeah. ever look at like the legit, not, I mean, I guess the logistic is maybe the correct word, but this is a really fast process as is. Yeah. Yeah. And so like when you're having to choose teams, yeah. you're losing out teams. on like getting to know somebody. And, you know, if you do want an engagement at the end or whatever you're looking for, you want it to be successful. Does Did anyone on Gabby's side really feel that Logan would just not have enough time to get to know Gabby and vice versa because of this late switch? Yeah. Yeah. It did feel like that too. It also felt like, you know, it was really late in the process and it would be hard to, you know, kind of go through with the whole thing knowing you only had this amount of time left. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think more so for Logan, it was just like, what if I didn't do it? And and I know yeah, a lot of people right. felt like that. A lot of people did choose one person and and they were, you know, saying how like well what if it was her we never got to experience it oh wait but, who was saying that besides logan spill the ne- tea you'll johnny never get it out of me oh that is the piece of information that everyone wants to hear <laughs> nope i know so as you were it's just boys only <laughs> as you were just speaking this yeah. thought crossed my mind that at this point i mean collectively there's still a decent amount of you guys left and usually oh, yeah. in past seasons there's a lot of drama between the men or at least a couple yeah. of the men. And really this season, we haven't seen any of that besides early on with Chris, yeah. who obviously left very early. Yeah. It's mainly more so the drama that we're witnessing is the women trying to feel like, you know, are the men here for me? And are they going to yeah. jump ship? It's this is like unlike anything we have ever seen before. It's like wild. I don't want to say you're living in a moment right now, Johnny, but you are. <laughs> and yeah. I guess that leads to my question for you because you were living with all these guys. Like, was there any drama yeah. between you as individuals that we aren't seeing? Or was it mainly just like the situation with two leads? Um, Personally, I, I think it was more so the situation with two leads. Um, I think as a whole, the group really did get along with each other. And it was weird, too, because we we would sit around and be like, you know, there's really not a whole lot of drama or beef with anyone. And, and you know, we did, you know, we knew that past seasons there was crazy drama. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more so with the leads and, and kind of just deciding and, and things like that. But personally, me, no, I didn't really have, you know, drama or anything with anyone. Um, a lot of us in the house were just shoulders to lean on. Mm-hmm. It was just a really good group of guys well i was gonna say you guys kind of lucked out with i know it's yeah. it's weird and no one really knew how to handle it because this is the first time but you yeah. guys really did i think i mean not only with your traveling and living on a cruise ship but yeah. you did luck out with how it's all coming together as a whole for sure for sure it's been, you, it's been an amazing did, experience I, okay so you said you've said this about yourself and then as well as logan just being a shoulder to lean on through yeah. this experience is because you're not talking to friends, you're not talking to family, yeah. you're truly like going through this very, very unique, unique situation. How did you 
not necessarily, how did you not comfort i guess maybe comfort but yeah. how did you like help men who were leaning on your shoulder but they're also dating the person that you're dating so how did you handle that honestly that i got advice from gabby on that when we talked and i'm not sure if they even showed it but she just told me that you have to compartmentalize you know mm -hmm. and that was from her so i kind of mm -hmm. took and that was from the beginning so i took that with me through the whole process and you know, I, I've been, you know, through relationships and just through things in life to where I thought I had enough knowledge and wisdom to where when people did want to come and lean on me, I was there for them. And, you know, we did just compartmentalize. And, you know, my relationship with Gabby was separate from everyone else. So mm -hmm. I kind of looked at it like that. And and it's such a weird experience because, you know, you're dating this girl with 33 other people. When can you do that? <laughs> You've never done so that before? Ne never, ever. <laughs> Tinder, no. Bumble, You've seen it's all that no. common. No, <laughs> you own never, you'll never get it out of me. In the real world. <laughs> He's um, a closed book over here. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. Nothing. I, I, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. But you just have to compartmentalize. And I think, you know, I would, I would preach that too to everyone there. Just my relationship separate than yours. You know, you may have a different experience with Gabby than I may. So... Mm -hmm. Let's just treat it like different relationships and we're all here for each other and whatever they need. You know, I was there. Right. It was a very, very good group of people. So, you know. Who are you out of all of the men? Who are you still super close with? Um, You know, me and Logan talk a lot. Um, Eric is like my brother. Erich. Mm -hmm. Erich. 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 <laughs> He's like a, a Viking. Mm -hmm. Um, And Quincy. Quincy was literally like from day one i think i walked in and we just hugged each other just out mm -hmm. of nowhere Aww. and um quincy was like uh he said something he's like if it doesn't work out with me and gabby i want you to meet my family and i was like i got you. oh i love that he seemed like yeah. he had just good energy lifted quincy the morale of was the group funny my mm -hmm. god so yeah I, those I, three i'm pretty close with for sure okay okay what about um, hayden um i'm not really close <laughs> with hayden a whole lot but no I facial mean, expression <laughs> Come on, what give us something, what Johnny. Okay, <laughs> I do have a question, and this is not related to really the show, but yeah. when you were on your one-on-one -on -one date with Gabby, and also For at sure. the top of this episode, you had mentioned prior to coming on to The Bachelorette, you had just gotten out somewhat recently of a relationship. So I okay. need to ask the hard-hitting questions. Number one, how soon was oh, it out of there. that relationship? that you came on the show and because we've seen this in the past too mm -hmm. is there any uh i want to say like maybe worry or hesitancy in the back of your mind where it's like your ex would yeah. come and be like he you know we've seen shady sh shady mm -hmm. shit in the past where he yeah. didn't necessarily break up with me or you know Not i thought case. we were still talking or still together before he left anything like that that could potentially come out um, no, not at all. I think, you know, the relationship that I kind of was bummed about, if you want to call it that, I can't give her too much credit. Um, <laughs> uh, it was like a year before I went on the show. Oh, so it was a while. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, and then you go through the process of trying to get on the show. Mm -hmm. And then by the time like we started filming, it's been maybe a year, if that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought so. when you said when you mentioned it on the show, I was like, oh shit, did he just get out of a relationship last Hell week because no. he ain't yeah. ready to get engaged it, after this? Well it, did, well, it did come off like it was super soon, but now that I'm even just like watching your body language and how you're experiencing it, it's just more of like 
you really, really cared. You were hurt by it. Yeah, so you well, carried it with I, you. With, with me, I, I didn't, I never dated a lot. You know, I've been like, you know, on month or two month relationships. And, you know, I had one serious girlfriend when I was in high school. And then, you know, after that, I was pretty much single and just dating. And then I finally found someone who I was like, okay, I could see myself with this person. And it just yeah. went south. And I was just like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not for me. Relationships don't work out. And then, you know, I was like, let's give it another shot. But So how daunting yeah. was that going from short-ish relationships to then potentially being like, I could get engaged by the end of this? Well, I think with me, you know, it was more so I have gone through the motions of what I want and, you know, just relationships and just being on dates and just, you know, the person I want to be with. So I always said, you know, the next person I do end up, you know, calling my girlfriend or whatever, like I'm going to marry that person Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to waste any time. And I was just like, I know what I want now. Like if if I don't see something serious or like a a real commitment, like I'm not going to commit to you. Mm-hmm. So I always said, you know, if I found that person and the next per- the next person I do commit to, like I'm committing to her forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what a minute. We love end a ma- on that one. We love a mature man. Okay. Love nice. it. You just knocked it out of the park, Johnny. Not picked it out of the park. I love it. I love, I love it. the I love hand it. swing too that he just did. A little last. I know. Action. I'm like, hey, look I'm at so that proud. energy. Look at that energy. Oh, that's wild. You, I feel like you look relieved. This is like a... Th- oh, I'm just not... Can't talk I know, I just took like a huge breath. I was like, like a, oh God, I'm done. Therapy session. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, it's almost done. Uh, I feel so happy. <laughs> Weight off my shoulders. Okay, heavy hitting questions are over. Okay. This one might be tough because you got to kind of keep it short. But we ask every guest on here to, without giving too much away, to give For us sure. a teaser of what to expect from the rest of Gabby and Rachel's season. Mm, I'm gonna get in trouble. I've been getting in trouble. What can I say? Give it to us. Give it to us. <laughs> this is the place to do from it. The rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Wild West. I think it gets crazier. Ooh, Wild West. I think that's all I got. I think it I gets... have no idea how to feel about that. I'm just picturing you guys like. Roaming through Montana on horseback with cowboy hats, like tumbleweeds blowing in the wind. Me and Eric right? are going out. Yeah, back it's... on the cruise ship. Let's go. No, <laughs> turn it around. <laughs> well, Johnny, it has been awesome talking with you. I we do you love our games here on Bachelor Happy Hour, so we're gonna do a little getting to know you game, and it's called Let's Rapid Fire. I want to throw a question at you, and you have to answer like on the spot. So it's gonna be super quick. You ready? I'm really good at this. So let's okay. see. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, you. Said it, set the bar, then let's go. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Both. Okay. Best dating advice you ever received? Uh, What if it can turn out better than you imagined? How do you like your pizza? Good life advice. That is good. Good. (laughs) Phenomenal. Um, How do you like your pizza? Crispy. Crispy, for sure. Crispy. Okay. What is your signature dance move? You have to show it and tell us. Yep. Show it? Mm -hmm. I'm going to break something if I show it. That's okay. Um, I can do a backflip. Do you have room to do a backflip? Is, it, is, that, is that your take out your your headphones? That's your dance move. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Clear don't the room. don't show liability. us. Don't show That's us here. But when we see you at either mental all or the finale, we will be expecting you. a full black backflip. You, you'll you'll see a backflip. <laughs> okay. I promise. Hold me to that. What's okay. your favorite curse word? Mm, 
what's that one TikTok? It's like, I don't know, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you cuss a little, it's like, fuck. Really, fuck. Yeah. What is your guilty pleasure? Flaming Hot Cheetos. Mm. What Yum. is your go-to karaoke song? So I've done karaoke once, and it was 50 Cent P.I.M.P. So I'm going to go with that. We're learning a lot. <laughs> like, he actually like, is good at this game. Who he, the hell I was are like, you? I like him. He is doing rapid fire, which I appreciate. What is the current screensaver on your phone? My dog passed away. Kilo. Oh. Oh. If you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? Italy. My family's from Italy, and I've never been. Oh, okay. Last one. What is one word... Oh God, I kind of asked you already this. What is one word to describe the rest of the season besides Wild West? Because that's technically uh, two. Um, mm, ins- no. Come on. I need a good word here. He was going to say inspirational. Oh, wait, no, I <laughs> say inspirational. Let's do it. Inspirational. You, you were going to say inspirational, weren't you? I, I think I was going to say insanity, but then oh, you said inspirational. Oh. I was like, I like inspirational better. And then Rebecca said fuck. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, no, I thought you know. <laughs> Wild West and Wild inspirational. We, Same thing. We are so, I feel like we're on a whole new level. He just called me Rebecca, which only my mother does. Whew. Rebecca. Okay. Rebecca. Okay. Is your full name that. Jonathan or is it just Johnny? It's John. Yeah. John. I'm the I'm the third, so I go by Johnny. There's too many of us. John. I have the like third. a huge, huge Italian family and everyone thinks it's cool to name their kids John. Yeah, I was gonna say this kinda like the Pope, like John Paul the Third or something. I don't get it. I, um, but I guess I have to name my kid John. <laughs> yeah. You you have a trend have going to. on. Yeah. Um all right, John the Third. Before we let you go, it's nope, that, I'll never time. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Before we I like you, though. Just, you just don't have a filter and I love it. <laughs> Take no shit. It is that time to share your rose and thorn of this week's episode or I guess of, well, it's not even this episode, right? It's just everything. So up until this point, we want your rose and your thorn. So your best or favorite moment and then the messiest or your least favorite. Um, The rose for me would be a hundred percent walking onto that farm with Gabby, no doubt. Okay. That the 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 one on one to the brewery. So that was you know that was a highlight. I had so much fun. Um, and then a thorn. Does it have to be something that you guys saw, or can this be like? It can personal? be anything, anything you experience. Mm-hmm. Like we love behind the scenes too. So, um, yeah. So a thorn for me is right before we flew to Paris. I woke up with like an insane pimple on my neck. And like, no, this thing was like Quincy described as being an alien growing out of my neck. So I wore a bandana around my neck through the whole, whole trip to Paris. And everyone Did was anyone like, take a picture? This-? We need yes. this on the bloopers. Someone needs it. They have video footage of me walking around with a bandana tied around my neck. And people are like, what's he trying to like do? Is this a fashion statement? And I'm like, no, there's an alien like in my neck. Wait, we're going to see actual footage now of like guys in a few weeks, like all putting bandanas around their necks just to try to match Johnny. Oh, I swear. Yeah, I had my my Levi jacket with a bandana tied around. It looked amazing, but it was strictly to cover up a pimple that was the size of like an orange. I feel like that's going to be really relatable to Mm -hmm. anyone who who listens to this. Release the footage of the bandana. Release Release it. All right. Well, Johnny, the time has come where 
we got to kick you off and keep talking. That's so much fun. I know. This was great. Yes. See, it wasn't feel, that bad. I feel like all no, of you guys come on and you're all kind of nervous say. or hesitant. And you're it's also fun. sarcastic, though, because so you could have like just not meant that, you know? No, I meant it. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I hate this kid. <laughs> no, no, I actually, no, I, I like you. I like you. You have a good head on your shoulders. You got jokes. I, you're decent, kid. You. You're I'm decent. decent. You're, I'm all right. I'm no. all right. Um, well, Johnny, we will see you very soon at either the mental all or the finale. And we can't wait sure. to see that backflip. But in the meantime, hang in there. Have fun watching all of this crazy journey unfold. It was so nice meeting you too. And I appreciate you for having me. Of course. Yes, of course. Thanks, Johnny. Right. Take care. All right. Well, that was fun having another one of this season's fellas on with us. And I feel like he got a little bit more comfortable with us as time went on to like let his guard down, which was fun to see. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. With the but he came he came ready with the jokes right off the bat. It was just more like the vulnerable, you know. Got yeah. he's got to warm up with us for that. But he'll he'll come roasting us. Right oh, yeah. away. <laughs> I mean, from what we've seen with him Which and like Gabby that. already, I mean, I feel like that was to be expected. So yeah, you got to have that if you're gonna if you're gonna date Gabby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so a huge shout out to Johnny. Thank you for joining us today, and an even bigger thank you to all of our incredible Happy Hour listeners. We couldn't be here doing this without you. And everybody, don't forget that you can catch all new episodes of The Bachelorette every Monday on ABC or Hulu. And make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And Bachelor Happy Hour is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. And you can always listen ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, listeners. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today.
I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click Be the First to Try, and then select Take Our Quiz. There's a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 